0: Hello everybody, you're listening to OK Now Listen, a bi-weekly show where we chat about what's on our minds, what we're binging, and what's blowing up our timelines. I'm Shayla Scott, and the mother of media personality, content creator, music enthusiast, and wing connoisseur,
1: Scotty B. And I'm Elizabeth Aquiri, the mother of culture writer, host, producer, and love of Beyonce, Sylvia O'Bell.
2: They hear it already taking over the show. I mean, what, do, do they need us this week, Scotty? I'm not sure. I mean,
3: they obviously they do not need us at all because the way my mom just just took me out, blew me out
2: the water. I'm going to start doing the intro like that because that's crazy. It's that radio voice. You can't really, like, you can't teach that. It's like, I was like, we were right here on W B L S honey. I get it. I love yes. it.
3: <laughs> it's born with it. She's born with it. Well, hi, moms. We're so happy to have you here on our show. Okay, now, listen, I've been meaning to do this because, one, Miss Liz, first of all, I got to find out about Sylvia. I need to have a deeper understanding of my good sis. I talk to my sis almost every day, but, you know, finding out a little bit more truth from you is what we need. You know what I'm saying?
2: The truth,
3: the honesty, the depth.
2: Okay? <laughs> yes, and same for you, Miss Shayla, because you know, Scotty especially has been putting out a lot of, she's been blaming a lot of things. Like, well, I don't know, cause well, the way I grew up this, or the way I grew up that. And I said, we need Miss Shayla on here so she can defend herself because there's been <laughs> That's right. We were here to know the truth. And I hear these stories, Please. I'm like,
0: huh? Please. I can't remember any of that. But okay, we're gonna get to the we're bottom that, of it We're doing that, absolutely.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we want to start though by doing a little check-in. That's always our first segment. And since you guys are here, we thought it would be nice to do a overall check-in as mothers. How you guys feel about where me and Scotty are now in our lives, and how did it if if at all it matched up with any expectations. You had, when we were born, you know, they talk a lot about like, when you're born, you have these dreams or whatever for your child, and then you kind of have to adjust to what theirs are. And we're kind of curious to know, like, does it measure up? Was there a time where you were thinking like, oh no, I don't know how it's gonna go, and it worked out well? Or did you always have faith? Like, tell us what you were thinking.
1: (sighs) I must say, I must say, my baby was always curious from when she was younger, always head in the books. Um, she started reading chapter books in kindergarten and, and, and her, she, she took off in a, a whole nother world. Um, and she just was eating those books up. And her, her and my favorite thing was always sitting in Barnes & Noble and staying there for hours and just chilling with the books. Oh. Oh but Sylvia has always <laughs> aspired to go high. And the, the higher she goes. The higher she wants to go, she's the stars are star. The, what is it? The sky's the limit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, she's fearless and free. And one of the most important things in her life is she believes in God. And with God, you can do all things. So she knows that's her favorite Bible, and I can do all things through Christ. And so she just, uh, so long as she has God on her side, she's at the top. So I I just God continues to ex- exceed my expectations with Sylvia. I, I you know, I see her here and I'm like, "Oh, thank you God. This is great." And then she, the next thing I know, she's somewhere else and I'm like, "Wow." <laughs> so really, I'm in awe of my own child. I'm just like, "Thank oh you God. I continue to pray for her daily just knowing that you know, sky's the limit. I'm just so proud of her. <laughs>
0: I'm so proud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same here. Ditto. I um, you know, when I was pregnant with Diani, I was at BLS and I used to put the headphones on my stomach because um, I played. I would sit in for the Quiet Storm and I would play a lot of slow music, mm-hmm. so it was soothing. I thought to put the headphones on my stomach, and I had no idea that she would come to love music as much as she did. And I think it started in the womb, um, not only because I was in the studio every single day of my life during my pregnancy up until I gave birth to her. Um, but as time went on and seeing how she gravitated to music, music really was our books mm. because during the weekend when we were cleaning up, it was music. There was really not a part of our lives that wasn't, infused with music and, um, watching her grow. Now Diani would always be full of surprises because Diani never wanted to be on the radio. I would say, come on and talk with me. Let's talk about this. She's like, I don't want to be on the radio. I don't ever want to talk to her. I don't want to do radio. <laughs> and so when she told me, mom, I think I want to be on air. I'm like, huh? Wow why? You never wanted to do this. So she was always full of surprises. One big surprise was the fact that she went to college and she really wasn't into going to school. And I had no idea. And she was telling me, you know, I'm doing okay. I'm struggling in this. I'm struggling with that. But then I come to find out she just wasn't doing well at all. And we had to take her on out of there. So I really didn't know what to expect with Deani, And then boom, God had another surprise for me. And that was to teach me that you don't need to go to college to mm-hmm. be a success. And Deani taught me that, you know, I went to college because I wanted to be in broadcasting from high school. And I knew I didn't need a degree to get into broadcasting, but I went because my mother wanted me to go and the look in her eyes just said, I need you to go for mm-hmm. me, you know, made me want to go. Deani taught me that not everybody's life is that way. She doesn't have to go to school for me to see that she can be a success. And honey, when she stepped out on faith every single time, I was shocked, in awe, and I still am. I always say it, that Diani is like watching the best Aww. movie ever mm-hmm. because I never know what's going to happen next. She super exceeded my expectations. You know, I'm not going to say that I wasn't very disappointed when she came out of school. Matter of fact, I sent her godmother down to Atlanta to get her because I thought I was going to
3: kill her. And I lived with my godmother for a little bit because yeah. she was she going to kill me. You. She
2: ain't want to see you. She ain't want to see you. She want to look at me. <laughs>
0: Calm down. Um, but even in that moment, you know, it taught me a lot, you know, being separated for, from her for a minute, made me think, okay, now what do we do? Where do we go? But Dionne, although she didn't have a plan, she still, still seemed to have a vision.
3: Oh, wow! I did want to talk about, before we moved on, uh, I know Sylvia, you're the firstborn. And I am also the firstborn biologically. Um, I also have an older sister who my mom took in, who is my cousin, but she is my sister. Um, I wanted to know if there were any expectations or fears that they had when first becoming a mother. What advice would you give about motherhood, especially like first motherhood?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think for me, the fears were planted because once again, I was in an industry that, for me, didn't have a whole lot of mothers. Um, Matter of fact, when I got pregnant, they were like, look around you. How many women do you see are mothers? You know, they're trying to climb up this career ladder and it's going to slow you down. It may even stop you in your tracks. Uh, So the fears were planted. You know, it was the, the love of my mom who raised me. My great aunt raised me, not without the help of my mother, but my great aunt was very prominent in, in my raising. And she would say to me, you know, you can do this. You just need now the village mm-hmm. to step in. And my mentor would say to me that, you know, you might have made it hard on yourself, but it's not going to stop you if you don't want it to. You know, if you want this, you can have it. It's just going to be harder to get it now. You know, so that mm-hmm. meant taking Diani into the studio, putting her on the floor. I remember, you remember those playpens that put together the poles?
1: stuff. And I would
0: take that playpen into the studio. It was too big for the studio. The studio was that small. <laughs> so I couldn't put together the playpen. I would just have to put a blanket on the floor and put her on the floor and do my shift. And all of that helped me to see that, okay, I was afraid. They said it couldn't be done, but I'm proving them wrong. And it's, you know, it's a step-by-step process. It wasn't something that happened overnight. And I said, oh, yeah, I did it. You know, no, it was little by little. And once I saw that I could do it, it gave me the courage to take another step and so on and so forth.
1: Miss Liz? Yeah, well, for me, motherhood did the opposite. I was on a track <laughs> and going to school and everything. But when once I had Sylvia, I was like, I can't let anybody else take care of her. It's just got to be me. I, I have to nourish this baby. I, I I mean, it was such joy. It was like my heart was outside my body. When I saw this child, I cried, mm. you know, not, you know, not her almost dying, notwithstanding, because the cord was wrapped around her neck and all that stuff. And it was like, that was all oh, traumatic, no. just having how she came in. But when she came in, it was my heart right. outside my body. And I just, I I got totally enmeshed in my kid, and 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 that was it until she was able to go to pre-K. And then I looked up and said, "Okay, what 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 else does life have?" But I just absolutely abandoned everything and said, "This is my child, and I'm just putting everything I am and everything I have in her, and just totally focused." And I'm not saying that that's the way to do it, but that's the way I did it because I'm I'm always extra, I'm yeah. the over emotional, <laughs> the empath, the every emotion, the crier. Yeah. So I'm always the. It's, it's in keeping with my character. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> my cousin, my yeah. cousin once told me this story where she was like, when you used to play on the playground with kids and you would go run off to play with kids, your mom would just be on the side so sad because she was like, she's going to go make other friends. <laughs> yes. And I'm was like, well, they're children. They're- yes. She <laughs> needs friends. <laughs> you can't be her only friend. So those oh, are the kinds of things that people were like, is. girl, your mama did not want to let you go for thing when you were a baby. But I get it when you, I get because we, we were on bed breast and the umbilical cord was wrapped around my neck and it had to be emergency C-section that... It was a lot, Dang, I'm glad. Listen, listen. Even Bramada, I'm like glad I made it. Thanks God, because I almost yeah. really it seems like Thank
1: that. But. It, God. And my my family was in Kenya. They weren't here, yeah. so yeah. it was. Yeah. This was the first person that was closest to me here. Part of your me. first full and relative. So, in a, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that yeah. So of yep. course I need yeah. to protect it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
2: that is. Yeah, wow. That is the difference too. Yep. So okay. Well. We was deep just now but we do want to have some fun with our moms because we do like to play games and have fun on this podcast. So, what yes, we do? Child. When Scotty and I first said yes to making this show, which by the way, can you believe it's been a year? It's been a year a officially. Year, it's been a, last last week was our yeah. April like I mean yeah, like uh the April 30th, April 29th. April 30th oh, yes, was 30th. our 1 year anniversary and it's flown by so fast that we even forgot <laughs> the week that episode came yeah. out, but it's I can't even believe it. We launched it during the pandemic and to have the, the essence in New York Times thing right when it was one year was just so reaffirming to the mission and all of that of the show. And I love that. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But when we started a year ago, we, we, we played the game to test how well we know each other. That was one of the first things we did, one of the first segments we recorded. So seeing how you are two women who should know us more than anyone <laughs> else in the world, we being should, <laughs> we're gonna should. play the same game with y'all that we played with each other to see how well you know us. So okay. let's do it, mother daughter trivia. Okay, okay. yes, uh, Scotty.
3: Okay. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to start with some easy questions because we're going to ease you in, all right, to get y'all comfortable, and then we're going to turn up to <laughs> don't think it's Don't think it's sweet. Okay. Don't think it's sweet. Okay? Now, the first question is, and uh, I guess, Mom, you go first. Okay. What nickname did you call me and still call me?
2: Pooch. Oh.
0: Poochie It's actually short. For Poochie Nege. Yeah. I was gonna, I was yeah. gonna say. I'ma need, I'm need some
2: context. I'ma need to know how this <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'ma need no, the story that, behind this one.
0: <laughs> that actually came from my great aunt who raised me, Ma. Um, when she first saw her, she came to the hospital, she said, Oh my gosh, she's such a Poochie Nege. And I'm like, what is that? And she said, I don't know, it's just a poochie nigga. She looks like a poochie nigga. So I, you know, took that and we would call her poochie nigga. And then I just shortened it to pooch. And to this day, that's my little pooch.
3: Oh mm-hmm. There it is. And none, none of y'all better call me Poochie Megan. I Black Twitter about on to, Twitter. I can't I wait. I it said it immediately, I think you might
2: as well change your Twitter name now, girl, because... <laughs> uh-uh. these, these hands
3: ain't pooch. I know that. These hands are definitely Scotty Beam. Try it if you like. Okay? Oh. Miss Liz, your turn. Go ahead.
1: So I'm, I call Sylvia Cell. That's I just oh, keep it simple. I just like she's my Syl, and I call her baby girl. You know, Syl,
3: my baby girl. That's it. That's that's pretty understandable. Yeah. Silvio is also. I'm I'm handing that to you if you want to call her. <laughs> don't
1: don't
2: take it. It's not. <laughs> it's a nickname that literally Sylvia. only Scotty. She just took the last initial of my last name. I actually name, ta- I,
3: I call my Gotti grandma. Um, on Silvio sometimes uh, I do that sometimes, but her name is Sylvia too, uh, and I love her so much. Shout out to Gotti grandma. Yep. Um. Okay, next question. So far, y'all are doing great. <laughs> what was my favorite food to eat? Miss Liz, you go first, cause I'm gonna give my mom some, <laughs> some time to think. <laughs> what was Sylvia's favorite
1: food to eat? It's always been chapati. Oh yeah,
2: chipot-y. yeah. yeah.
1: What's chapati? Chipot-y? Chapati's a Kenyan is a- dish.
2: It's a flat bread. It's like, if you eat Indian food, it's like naan. Um, fried jack, but it's, it's
1: but it's made. I, I think it's better than none.
2: Yeah, it is. We we're we're a little by... It's like more now. It's like talking Joel off but on the East Side. It's like well, uh, you know, chapati okay. is better, but it's a it's a bread. It's like a fried like
1: mom. You can explain it since you don't. Yeah, like so it. it's a it's a it's a bread, and I you know roll it, layer it with butter, roll it, put it on the pan, brown it on both sides. You know, it's not it's not slimming, but.
2: <laughs> Oh it's gosh. a carb, but you eat it with stew, chicken. chicken, ground beef, like whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it's like Ethiopians have injara, you know, Indians have naan, Kenyans have chapati and Chapati has always been my favorite. Oh, I gotta try that. Yeah. Yeah. why you never brought that to the house. Because my mom, my mom, I'm gonna tell you why. My mom just, I just convinced my mom to share, start sharing, teaching me how to cook it during the pandemic. And when I asked 100%. her earlier, she was like, I, it's the only way I know I can make you come home. So she didn't teach me how to make it for the longest. So Scotty, oh. that's why I didn't know how. So I was, cause, <laughs> cause she was like,
1: Child, we losing recipes. <laughs> we losing
2: recipes. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: Sylvia's, having it. So, Sylvia's having it tonight for dinner. That's, that's I am. It's my, oh. my last dinner oh.
2: request while she's here. I said, let's the go to the grocery supper. store and get what we need for this chapati. So, yes.
3: Oh. Okay. Okay, that's a good one. That's yeah, a good one. Yeah. Mom, would like to try that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. go ahead. What's my favorite meal? Well, my favorite food to eat. Fried chicken. Okay. That's not- right. See, but what I wrote down, Mom, was I wrote down singles cheese slices.
2: Um, I used to eat those out the fridge, too.
3: Let me tell you something, Sylvia. I used to just right. go
2: to the fridge and just <sighs> eat them out the fridge. Yeah,
3: it's the stories you don't remember. <laughs> you don't remember because you were asleep. Sylvia... Miss Liz, my mom would work hard. She's a hard working woman. And um, (laughs) she would come in and go to sleep. And and when it's time to wake up in the morning, I literally had nobody to make me breakfast. So I used to wake up my mom and be like, hey mom, breakfast time. And she used to be like, okay, coming. And then seven hours later, ain't nobody come. She's still asleep. So I would go, okay, well, <laughs> I know for a fact that there are singles that are my height in <laughs> that the refrigerator, and I would tear them things
0: up. I would eat a whole pack and a of them. And a trail of the plastic wrappers in the kitchen right. when I wake up. I'm like, <laughs> are all these plastic, mm-hmm. wrappers on the floor?
3: And, and those were delicious. Eating. They are good. Now, breath. don't call Dyfus on my mother. My mom <laughs> has literally... My girl was working and she was tired, but and she was a single mother, so she really, she really didn't have the time. But also, I want to give a shout out to my sister who also didn't was jobless. <laughs> Could have got up and cooked me breakfast, but said absolutely not. You figure it out on your own. I literally said this weekend, Sylvia. I promise. I said, hey, you gonna make me some breakfast since, since I'm a guest? I'm here. She said, you got the wrong mother. You got the wrong mother. <laughs> I, you I know I don't had make had no had breakfast. You know that's not <laughs> what I do.
2: Okay, okay. okay. Listen, we're going we gonna to keep moving on. But we're going to turn up the ante a little bit, Scotty on, and just a little bit, we're going to see. So yes. the next one is, what are some albums? I put some, like, name an album we would listen to in the house growing up. So I know for Miss Shayla, it's probably going to be an album for both of you. Mom, I don't know if you remember an album that both of us used to listen to or any of the ones, but, like, Miss Shayla, do you want to go first and... Pick what would come to Scotty's mind?
0: We listened to an array, but they, they all were in the 80s. Yes. So I will say that it was all 80s music. Um, there's a song that I remember. I don't know why I remember us cleaning. You know, Saturdays, everybody had chores, mm-hmm. they had to clean. And I remember cleaning to Shalimar. Make this a night to remember. I don't know why that song stands out to me. Get ready tonight. tonight. You know, I don't know why that one stands out the most to me, but night to remember. Um, and the, everything eighties. Michael Jackson for sure, hands down. Off the wall Thriller oh. and everything else that oh, Um,
3: please. my mom's I'm a big Michael Jackson, Jackson fan. Yeah. Yes.
2: That explains nice yeah. why Scotty likes disco so much. Cause that is her favorite kind of music. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Me and mommy
3: go hard for some Donna Let's Summer. And we will
0: sing. What? <laughs> <laughs> that is
2: awesome. We will Same sing that. coming out Hello? of our neck. <laughs> Bee Gees, we will sing My mom loves. My mom loves the Bee Gees. She does love the Bee Gees. Oh love my Gees. God. Okay, mom, what's an, an album for, what's the one for me and you? So for
1: me and you, just, to trailer and I, I, loved all those songs. Shayla um, talked about Shalamar, uh the Bee Gees, um, all of them. I had those growing up. But when I met, when I was with Sylvia, <laughs> I would listen. I would let her listen. Sylvia was took charge when she was a kid. I let her listen <laughs> to her to nobody. song. <laughs> <laughs> to no one. I just enjoyed her music. And she loved to listen to Destiny's Child. That's where she started with the Lover of Beyonce. And then, Let know. early and... day one fan. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. She transitioned right from Destiny's Child to Beyonce. Um, then, Aaliyah, she liked the Spice Girls. Um, she had an array of music. Um, yeah. I did love the Spice Girls.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Bianchi, for her, it was Kanye West out the box. Late registration, the oh very gosh. probably the first album that I remember hearing over and over and over and over again. And um, there's another one that stands out to me. What's that one? Diana like, uh, it's going down. That that's when I remember from,
3: <laughs>
2: from your sixteen. Everybody You're doing it.
3: No, young
2: jackson no, no, no. Wow, we really oh, no. learned thing, it. We learned thing, something. Here's the thing, guys. I, was, it was going young. No, you was
3: guys, the listen. Mom. <laughs> tell us. No. Tell us. I was a big 106 and Park fan. So <laughs> Ooh, mom would hear me. Us. Mom would <laughs> hear me listen to <laughs> The Countdown all the time. Oh, okay. I'd listen. Sometimes I even like record it just to watch it over. I loved it. The 106th and Park countdown, and you know it's going down, was number one for like eight months.
2: <laughs> it was a while. My mom was also my mom was also horrified at the way we were dancing at my Sweet yeah. 16. So <laughs> it was a And, my and you the 106th mm-hmm. yeah, and Park. But
1: yeah. Chicken Noodle Soup. Every day. Chicken Noodle um, Soup. Every day. was a big one my
2: stories. With mm-hmm. the soda Web, on the side. WebStar came yes. to
0: her 16 <laughs> and <laughs> they performed. So she was like
2: what a flex let me, let me you it in shock I would never see that look on her face wow so yet. you had one of them yes. like first of all you had one of them surprise artists I'm about to like say, they did on mtv you had an absolutely Super i had 360?
3: the best sweet 16 in piscataway wow. high school history please <laughs> if anybody would like to debate me please do all right on this here uh twitter account oh my do it goodness. if you'd like but 2008 from 2004 to 2008 i had the best sweet 16 in Piscataway. Not
2: you put you put a, you put a lockdown history. on all four years. Not just in 2006 Yes, because my
3: invitations were CDs. Okay, you had to listen to the CD to get the directions of my party. And then on top of that, I had that all. Sorry, on Oops. top of that, one <laughs> second. On top of that, I had all these different artists talking um, through the
0: album. Remember that mom? Like, well, uh, yeah, they did the invitation. So you, yeah. had, Jay-Z, you had Beyonce saying, hey, don't forget October such and such coming soon. Oh, you
2: mashed it up! Yeah, yeah. We, all,
0: we put all their voices together yeah. for the invitation. So yes, it was a
3: moment. I will say it was the. Best Where moment. was
2: MTV? What a fail on their part for not capturing this. They wasn't trying
3: to come to Piscataway. <laughs> they wasn't trying to come to Jersey. <laughs>
2: <Driss. laughs> I thought I was doing something. I had little scrolls and I thought it was really cute. Oh, but we had scroll. little scroll invites for mine, and I was I had a little bath, and I was passing them out. Like and everybody was like, Sylvie, where's my scroll? I want to scroll. <laughs> the scroll had you in high school popping. Y'all remember if y'all was there? <laughs> but that was it. The little scrolls. We we were up at the table making them yes. all night. Wow. Good. But um, that is very cute. Okay. The next all right. one. What? Oh, Ms. Shayla, I'm coming to you first with this one uh, because I, the streets have got to know. What did Scotty get most in trouble for as a kid? Losing every damn thing. Oh. <laughs>
0: had no kind of concept of holding on to anything. Gloves. To this day, glasses.
2: to be honest. Glasses. How could you lose your glasses? You can't see if you don't have glasses. How can you lose your glasses? You, you ain't noticed it was blurry. That's what
3: I'm saying. I used to hide behind my friend's mom.
2: Like, please. But here's the thing. Please save
3: me. Mom would say, Where's that hair tie that I gave you in 1966 at 10 32 PM? Where is it? Why don't you have it? And I'd be like, at this no. point, I don't ma'am, I don't know where it is. And it's always hats. It's small things. Hats. A sock. A shoe tie, something like that, and I'm six, seven years old. I don't know,
0: but mom, it it really wasn't drove that small. It was glasses from age six.
3: <laughs> exactly, oh, no, sorry, Michelle, tell her. But six was, I was six, ma. What do you? I, nobody was but wearing you can't glasses see back then. Who loses
0: their glasses if they can't see? I mean, she had really bad vision. <laughs> We're talking super.
3: Coke
0: bottle, Coke bottle
2: Coke. Thanks, That's mom. Your eyes are small. I'm living. Okay. I, y'all, I hope y'all living like I am. All right, guys, listeners. Listen
1: Miss Liz, take it away. Oh my God, Sylvia. Hmm. Sylvia. It's, okay, so Sylvia. Two things. She. I
2: already know this. It's the what this books.
1: Is. She wouldn't cook. You tell her to do something. She's in the book. Come back an hour later. She's still in the same spot, reading the book. Didn't do what you told her to do. Um so that was that was the first thing. The second thing is that those books, she had words. And this was what she was known for in school. Like even with the boys, she couldn't fight physically, <gasps> but she could fight. That mouth. mouth. I knew so it. she tell them she'd tell you something and you had to go look in the dictionary before you could respond. You didn't know whether to be angry or not. <laughs> or impressed. Until you found out what the word was. <laughs> it was,
2: the, it was so, my mouth. So that
1: was her but I knew anyway, it. I said, I know it's the mouth. And she and she and, and she knew how to do it nicely. Her sister, she just lost, <laughs> it, but she, Sylvia, knew how to do it real smooth, and, and, and she's witty. So you mm-hmm. have to think. We walk away, and then you say that girl just—you know—she <laughs> was gone. just called me an idiot. She she called me an idiot.
2: <laughs> did she? Did my daughter just? She tried. I'm really just prepared. Like if I if I have a daughter, I already know my, where my karma is coming in. I already. She gonna be the mm-hmm. most talkingest no, no, back no. little no. girl. And I'm just gonna have yes. to know that that's my penance. But yes, I, my mouth is. I yeah. feel like I was a good kid, but for me, yeah, it really was just my mouth. Like she'd be like, "Don't talk back to me. Watch your tone. You don't." Mom hated sarcasm, mm. and you know I speak fluent sarcasm.
1: So. You are the queen. Oh, my oh, my is sarcasm is yeah. my
2: second language, so it was really tough. I was like, "Wow, are we compatible? Like I love sarcasm." <laughs> Okay, so trivia was fun. Now what we want to do is talk to you guys about your top three celebrity crushes. Because on this year's show, mm-hmm. we talk about thirst a lot. Mm-hmm. With our guests, with ourselves, with our audience, our listeners, it's a thing. So while we have our mothers here, we just need to know if our tastes align or where it gets from. But we need to hear what your, who your top three celebrity crushes are. So let's start with my mom. Miss Liz. Take it away.
1: Well, one of mine is dead. <clears throat> oh, well, that's so. <laughs> Let's kick it off. <laughs>
2: <Jeez>. <laughs> okay. What a way to go. <laughs> what a way to start. <laughs> you just really just came in high. Listen, David. Listen, it- listen. <laughs> listen,
1: I, I had his poster on my bedroom. Uh, Wall, a big old blown up post of him when um, I was younger. Teddy Pendergrass. it was that. He was uh, was the finest looking thing (laughs) when he was in my youth, man. I used to look at that man and say, oh my God. And then he could sing, Mm -hmm. oh my God. Yes, that was the man. But most recently, Jesse Williams and Michael
2: Ealy Oh, you got my taste oh, Miss Liz. Y'all do something have the same. Y'all have the something same taste. Ice. The way I discovered that my mother and Scotty Beam have the same taste in men, it was really a it was really it took me on a journey.
3: That's right. <laughs> you said Michael Ealy, I just but, knew that's it
2: Michael Ely and Jesse Williams are very attractive men for sure mm-hmm. um, I said no you had it for the green eyed bandits like that yeah, like, yeah. okay uh, alright Miss <laughs> <laughs> okay Miss Shayla how about you Miss Shayla
0: alright mom well if you took me back to my teenage years it would have to be Michael Jackson um, yep. just had a thing for that off the wall Michael um, maybe even the thriller Michael mm-hmm. um, yeah
2: those were good. Those were yeah, good years. very That's good, good years. for
0: him. And, um, <laughs> but as I got older, then I was still into older men because I, I really had a thing for Denzel Washington. He was very, very, very good looking. But another one would have to be Blair Underwood. Blair Underwood, to me, has Ooh. always been one of the finest black men I have ever seen finest Mm -hmm.
2: black man you've ever (laughs) seen the way Scotty judges people's crushes Blair Blair is is my father what
3: are you talking about
2: I guess that would make sense wouldn't it Scotty he's your father But Blair Underwood is, I feel like a lot of women would say that was a solid choice. All that judgment and yet, Blair Underwood. I mean, Blair, yeah. Blair. Yeah. Underwood. Your
0: name could have easily been Bionni Underwood right about
3: now. Girl. Girl. Girl.
2: Can I tell you, can I tell you what's so funny about Blair Underwood? Because I, he is an attractive fan. My mom does this thing where if she watches somebody in a role where they're a bad husband, like yes. she, she holds their acting roles against them. And I'll be yes. like, mom, Mom, it was acting. Right. It's not real. It is, yeah. She's like, I don't care. I don't like him. Right. I don't like him. It ain't that the, that ain't that the man that was beating that man in that Madea movie? Right. No, Madea I don't like Claire. him. Yes. <laughs> no, I'd be like, Mom, but that wasn't Blair. He was, yeah. a- I don't care. Yeah. Like, she was like that why, with everybody. That's you know? why everybody's you,
3: like, Michael Ely, we forgive you. For what he did, yes. um, on and to,
2: for color girls, for color
3: girls, we forgive you because that's how yeah. funny is. We yeah. gonna forgive you for dropping yeah. them kids. That's
2: true because wow, that is the one man mom. You still like Michael yeah. even after he hung them kids from oh that window, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we learned a little something today. I'm I, Denzel and Blair are solid choices, and um, Michael Jackson and my yes. mom said Teddy, the Teddy, Teddy took fine me for a loop, but. But that Teddy's fine. a fine, that was a fine black man. Gone too soon, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. She was R. like, well, R. mine's R. dead. Mine's dead. <laughs> right. Mine is Daddy. dead. <laughs> Hot and dark, real quick. I was like, who are we going to talk about? Ooh, all right. Well, okay, so the final thing we have got to do, and I I demanded this early on. I'm glad Scotty B. McGree because I know my sister's needs, right? And I knew, <laughs> and I also know what the people want. And I said, the most the most infamous game we've ever played on this podcast is: Does Scotty know this white person? To me and my and that came from me and Scotty's friendship because I would notice that Scotty just did mm-hmm. not know a lot of white actors. As an entertainment reporter, where it's my job to have to know those things, I just was like always like wait what so and she would always say well the way i grew up we ain't watched this or my mom only watched black movies and my mom is just black 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 and that's why i don't know nothing 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 so i said we have miss shayla here i have got to give her a chance to see who is right here Mm. in the battle of whose fault is it that sky don't know these white people
3: Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. so we're gonna we're gonna do a little trivia mom i can't wait Cause you claim that I saw home alone sometime and that was not true. I had never seen that movie a day in my life until I got older ma. And you don't even know who,
0: who is the lead of that movie? I do know Macaulay Culkin.
2: There you oh. go. Already, okay. already doing better. Well, he's a very good friend of Michael Jackson. Oh, that was true. that's, why you, that was that's
3: true. why, you know, that's why, you know,
2: it's always <laughs> six degrees <laughs> from a black person. So either way, and right, I've never
0: seen Home Alone either.
2: Yeah, so that is true. So Scotty wasn't lying when no. she said she had never watched Home Alone. That was a family movie in my house, so like we watched it. Go, go ahead, again. Sylvia. I'm I, I can't the TV. Wait. Okay, so I'm gonna hit us with five. I'm gonna try. I think I'm gonna try to do the five that I feel like is the best summary of the game. But these are the same. They will be five. These will be the same questions we asked Deani that episode. So here we go. Okay. Who starred in Sleepless in Seattle? Who are the two stars?
0: Oh, um, Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan.
2: You're thinking of when Harry met Sally. It's
0: one of them whites.
2: Oh. That's what I'm saying. They, but they it's, go uh, somewhere. But Meg Ryan, Meg Ryan is correct, but it's, Wait, it's the other it? movie with Meg Ryan. <laughs> and my mom loved this movie. Mom, do you know who the other actor is in Sleepers in Seattle? That she didn't, ask. I don't know. Oh, but you love these movies. It's so funny because, like, my mom made me watch See, them. See, I
1: watch all the movies, but I never learned their uh, names. real names. That's right. <laughs> so, it's Harry and Sally. Yes, no. that's it. That's what I know.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mom, it was a know? Tom. It was one of the Toms. It was one of the Toms. It was, Tom Hanks. Hanks. It was Tom, okay, Hanks. Tom Hanks. It was Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Okay, okay, so far. I mean. okay. okay, we're it's one zero, mm-hmm. But I mean, she did get that one. Who stars in the Titanic? Miss Um Leo. Correct.
0: Leo. The right. White yes. Woman, mom. <laughs>
2: mhm.
3: Yeah. We all know Leo, sis.
2: A very nice actress. A very nice actress. I mm. <laughs> get you. I'm with you. Kate, Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet was the other. Okay. The other actress. Okay. <laughs> all right. We're going to make this, never going to do it either or to help you out. Was okay. it Sandra? This is going to be, was it Sandra Bullock or Jennifer Aniston? It's like it's one of their movies. Okay. Miss Congeniality. Sandra Bullock. Correct. Right. I got that right. I got that right. Uh, yeah, I got that. Right. My mom yeah, right. I I even. I love Even my story. mom knew that one. Yeah, I guess the blacks. Love, like the point. blacks love Sandra. Sandra yeah. really got yeah. in while yeah. I there. She did. She snuck her way in
3: until okay. she did blindside. Uh, all right, go
2: ahead. <laughs> and then she her way out. Okay, uh, Bruce Almighty. Oh, um, um, Jim, Carrie, correct. But and was it Jennifer or Sandra? Oh, Hold Jennifer up. or Sandra?
3: Mmm, one of them white women, huh?
2: One of them was in one there.
3: One of them. Yeah. I okay, Jennifer. Correct. Yeah, she did. <laughs> you know. elimination.
2: She did. She, she did. She corrected. But she did hit us with the Jim Carrey, which is more than we can say that you did. no so. That's my favorite movie.
3: <laughs> yes. Okay, it was taking place right? in Buffalo, by the way. I love that. That's the way the cookie crumbles is my favorite, favorite line from Bruce Almighty. I oh, love okay. that film. I love anything Jim Carrey.
2: Yeah. Okay. I love Jim Carrey. Okay. <laughs> Um, which Emma was it? It's between oh. Emma Roberts, Emma Stone, or Emma Watson.
0: Oh, Should
2: we just pass yeah. that one over? You don't even no, know No, 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 read it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sylvia. <laughs> Emma Watson? Emma who? Emma Stone or Emma Roberts? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Emma Roberts is Julia Roberts' niece. Emma Stone is the redheaded one. Emma Watson. Mm. Well, anyway, that's the most I could do. The Harry Potter movies. Do you know which Emma was in the Harry Potter movie? Never.
0: Nope. Never saw Harry Potter.
2: Woo, I told you. Not okay. one. Not
3: one. There it is.
2: Okay, La La Land. Do you know which Emma starred in La La nope. Land?
3: No, you do not, Mom. Just go ahead. Emma
2: Stone. Yes. Oh.
0: Emma Stone.
2: Yes. <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> one for you. you guys are to- American Horror Story. The T V show. Emma Parker.
3: Yep. Nope. Yes, what, it, it is. It works for me.
2: You know what? It's fine. Emma Let Parker is this. it for me. <laughs> <laughs> works.
3: What did we learn here, Sylvia?
2: Oh, I think it's see I think we learned that Scotty was telling the truth. I <laughs>
1: appreciate
2: y'all. <laughs> I think that's it. Right. Uh, Scotty Veeb has been redeemed in Thank this you. scenario. You. And, Absolutely. you know, Miss Shayla, I, we, we respect the the not paying attention to the whites as a form of activism and self-care um, <laughs> and, and on this show. So we get it. Right. But, but if we're talking about
3: Blue-Eyed Soul, if we're talking about... Oh! Right no. now, if we're talking, if we talking about, about white people and music...
2: Or even
0: country, you know, um, like we never oh. loved it all. That song is one of me and Beyonce's favorite favorite song wow
2: okay. so when it comes we to never the rock, listen to country music
0: oh we love yeah country. so we i mean but that's country. what i was saying earlier that you know everything in our life it was musically infused mm-hmm. and from her birth to now right so i mean we can sing um just about anything yeah. from you know from anywhere mm-hmm. from all genres yep. of music
3: yes we are So, we are so happy that we got to have our mommies on the show. It's such a special moment for both of us. Um, But right now, you know, I think our moms have done enough talking. And I think me and you, Sylvia, should sit here and maybe give flowers to our moms. I I know we do it all the time, but there's never too much flowers, especially when they're on this earth, you know? Um, So, I think it's super important for us to just tell our moms publicly, privately, Anytime, how much they mean to us, and you know how appreciative we are of their support and love. So, mommy, I am the woman I am because of your actions when you thought I wasn't looking. Okay. Um, how you treat people with compassion and grace, how you stand up for those who are too afraid to speak for themselves, how you've built tribes on. Trust and respect as the foundation, you know how you've watched over Ma and Papa until they watch now now they watch over you, you know, uh how you've mastered the art of turning wounds into wisdom you know i i I learned so much from that, you know, learning how to heal. I learned that from you. your love is so potent and so paramount that. People who listen to your voice have named their kids after you. You know, your love has the ability to turn houses into homes, you know, car rides into unforgettable experiences. Mom, you are literally, and I say this until I'm dead, but you are my blueprint. You know, your love is the reason why I'm here. Your prayers, although that you say that, you know, I exceed your expectations, your prayers got me here. You know, your prayers saw it for me, even though when you couldn't really envision it, your prayers saw it first. So I am so appreciative and and thankful to have such a supportive, loving, fearless mother. You know, I say this again all the time that my mom is a single mom and the, you know, there is no manual, there is no guide to us raising three kids on your own there is no God you you, there's nobody that can teach you that and also to be you know blindsided by it and thinking that you know you were gonna we were gonna have a two-parent home you know where you had to adapt and do what's best for your family and still do what you love and love the people in it you know, you've taught me so much and I am forever grateful, mommy. There is not a day that will go by that I don't thank God for you. Thank God, because I don't know. I wouldn't be on this podcast. I wouldn't be doing what I do now. There would be no Essence. There would be no um, no New York Times. There would be no anything without you, period. There, It doesn't exist. So I just have to say thank you for giving me the first image of love, and that's you. You've always been that for me. You are my synonym of joy. You are my home, Mommy. So thank you so much, I appreciate you. From the bottom of my heart to the depths of my soul, you are my number one. Thank you. Oh, Mommy, don't cry. I got through it though, girl, didn't
2: I? I did, it. Yeah, did, I did, you I did do well. You did it But now my mom
3: it. is crying. And I you know, I I mean
2: how can you not I after don't, that? That's beautiful. There is
3: not. <laughs> seriously, there's nobody that could have done it better. You are music to my ears, mommy. Thank you so much. Oh
2: my goodness. Of course. <laughs> I should have gone first. <laughs> <laughs> What am I supposed to do? Scotty done passed the time limit they gave me. She done broke every rule. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) You know I be (laughs) fucked with rules, and you just going to make me look bad like
3: this? I I got, that's my mom. And, And that's from my heart. I, from my heart, I don't have nothing written down. I no, wrote No, yeah, down. no, that no. though even just, though you was
2: rhyming, you was rhyming. You used to have from wounds to I mean, wounds, wounds to wisdom. Let and me tell you a, Don't don't a sleep. Poet? Do you remember? Don't forget that
3: the journal. Rap, uh, the journal. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> okay. So yeah, a girl knows how to rap and rhyme. But yeah, I am yes, so grateful. Okay. I'm so so grateful well, for so the mother. Beautiful. And I hope if I live, yeah, I mean. I live another life and another life of another life. I hope that I get the same mom every single time.
2: Okay. Well, well. Um. In addition to saying plus one to the seventeen thousand <laughs> words. I'm saying? sorry. I, <laughs> yes. I, no, because I love my mom too. Yes. I just I I think for me it's very um. I've said this before, and I think we've said all of these things before, but I for me when i think of unconditional love it's my mom yeah. that's the that's the she is the example of unconditional love for me um to me i have she is the only person in my life who has loved me and never went anywhere mm-hmm. and never made me feel like there was a threat of her going anywhere mm-hmm. if i didn't behave a certain way or act accordingly or raise up to a certain standard i feel And there's that safety in that, and then there's that freedom in that to be like, you can be who you are. You can be the worst, best versions of yourself, and I'm still not going anywhere. I'll still love you. And I'm just so thankful to have experienced that because... And I think when you're, I was younger, I took it for granted because I just assumed that everybody's mom loved them like that. Right. And then you get older and you realize, like, oh, my goodness. Like, because to me, that's just what a mother's love should be. Like, the way Scotty talks about her mom, the way I'm talking about you, like, to realize that, like that's not the case and there's just so many people out here who are just moving around not even knowing the base example of how am i supposed to love somebody when people compliment me talking about like how nurturing i am or how i'm such a good tribe builder or like how i'm literally my friends would jokingly call me mama sylv that all comes because you were my mom and that was how i was taught to love people yes. fiercely yes. fiercely loving people is something i have gotten from you um Building a tribe, like Scotty said, is something that I've gotten for you. You came here without, with none of your family here. So you didn't even have family members to pick from when you had to build your tribe. It was just friends and you managed, and because you were such a big lover, they loved us like we were their blood. You know, these are people whose houses we were at for holidays. These are the on-site, like, you know, play on-site have that I can think of who helped us at every stage of our life. Whether it was school or college or whatever else or just growing up and having around. Like, it was a tribe that you built from your friends. Then you've had, even the idea of having the same friends. People are like, how do you have friends from childhood who are still your friends today? I get that from you. Mm -hmm. You have had the same set of friends my whole life for a lot of them. You know what I mean? So, it's like, I get... The kind of woman I am when it comes to how I love and how I treat people, that is you. And I, to me, I just think that what makes it even more beautiful is that you were able to have that kind of heart and love that much despite being around such a lack of that. Nobody was pouring into you the way you were pouring into us and you still were like pouring from an empty cup. And to me, that's the part where I don't even understand how. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like how that even if you were, you know, like no matter what kind of broken place you may have been in, that it never impacted the love we felt from you. And I know that takes a lot of strength. Now as a grown woman, I know that takes a lot of strength and resilience that as a child, you just don't know and your ability to rise from it each and every time and reinvent yourself as need be each and every time, that takes courage and strength. And even as you do it now, I—I—I I, th- I, those are the moments where I am the most proud of you because mm-hmm. it takes a lot to continue to rebuild. As somebody here, like I said, again, your, your, your family, your, bro- your brothers, your sisters, your parents are not here and you have done that and I think For me, it's just super inspiring to see the family you've been able to build here and your faith and how you love God and how you've taught me to keep him at the center is the greatest gift you've given me as a mother. But you're also the closest thing to God's love that I feel here on earth. Mm -hmm. You're the only example of when I think about what God's love must be like, you know, I think about you and how you love me and how you've protected us. And it really it's It's priceless, and sometimes I just feel like there's never really the right words to actually fit how I actually feel, but for me, it's just truly the comfort of knowing that like I know what it's like to be loved unconditionally and fiercely, and if I never know that from anybody else, I can never say I' never had it. That's right, you know and I and I love you for that always so thank you Aww.
3: thank you. It was thank beautiful, Silvio. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Thank you guys for sitting with us and talking to us. I really appreciate yes, that because- And
2: being a part of our shenanigans. <laughs> right. Right. Just another proud
0: moment. I think yeah. Liz would agree that this is yes. another one of those wow moments that we're able to sit here yes. and have this conversation and that you want
1: to bring us into this conversation. Yes, that's that is beautiful right there that they want to bring us in, uh, you know, that's not always the case. And uh, it's, they love us that much and are proud of us that much to want to bring us. And that is, that's just so beautiful.
3: Listen, I
2: feel like our listeners can only know, like it only makes like, if they really wanna know us, like you said, you gotta meet our moms, that's part of it. So we're happy that even the family we're cultivating in our community are getting a chance to meet our family in this way. You think for both me and Scotty, you two are the core of our family. I think the same thing. Like, we don't have big families, but we have the love that's felt even in the small versions of the families Mm -hmm. we have. And I think that's why it's so important. Like, the easiest way to get a glimpse or more understanding of us is to meet our mothers. So I love that we were able to do this. And I also want to give you guys both a chance to plug. Like, if our listeners are like, oh my God, I love them both so much. Where can I know more? Where can I see more? I want you guys to tell them like you know Michela you we, you know you are it was New York sweetheart. Ha. I follow oh, you on Instagram. I have seen the logos. New York. I seen I seen the I said okay, dear, she's New York sweetheart and you know they can hear you on the radio so we want to give you a chance to plug that. Mom, you're a grief counselor right now. I think that's such a necessary thing for people as we were coming out of this pandemic and fresh in between Mother's and Father's Day like there's a lot there that you people may be able to get from you so Tell them how they
1: can yeah. find you guys. Yeah. Well, uh, for me, uh, they call, I'm known as mama Liz <laughs> to my millennials. Aww. Um, uh, but I, I, walk with them through life. I'm a life coach, but I'm also a grief counselor. Um, and I, you can find me at life, life with the Lizanne on Instagram. And, um, you can book me on life with Lizanne right. at Instagram. Um, so, uh, Sylvia knows my handle. You, you know, you know where to find me. Yeah, and I just—I'm a lover of people. I'm—I'm I'm an empath, and I just whenever people come to me, they—I—I I become so enmeshed and so uh, invested invest, invested in 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 their lives and walking them through that healing process. And um, that's what I love to do. That's who I am. Is I'm a healer, healer of the broken. Whether you're broken through grief, whether you're broken through life, whatever kind of brokenness there is, what I do is I I walk you to that healing place. And that's what I love to do. That's
0: beautiful, Miss Liz. And um, I am a radio personality for 107.5 WBLS. You can hear me Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. I would love to have you join me. I also am the founder and CEO of SisterlyKiss.com. Um, Sisterly Kiss Entertainment Foundation, which is a foundation that um, always tries to encourage and uplift and entertain women in need. We usually have around this time a spa party to benefit survivors of domestic violence where we give them uh, massages and makeovers. And we can't do that physically this year. So we're going to do a pamper me party this Saturday. May 15th. Uh, You can get the link by just emailing me, Shayla at sisterlykiss.com. Get a link and join me and make a a donation to the foundation, which we're going to donate to one of the area shelters so they could do something for the mothers who have to be in a a domestic violence shelter around this time. And you can, of course, join the foundation as well and and help us to do some of the work that we do in the community at sisterlykiss.com.
2: Oh, great we'll put those links in the we'll put those so links in the episode proud. info for you guys listening in the episode details we'll put the links there
3: and also i see so much i just want to say this miss liz i see so much of you in sylvia and um because Aww. i have met sylvia first okay. it's so yeah. beautiful to see the impact that you've mm-hmm. had on Sylvia and how careful and whole loving fiercely what she said earlier is what Sylvia does. She will feel my pain, literally. Try to get deep inside of it as much as she can. As as uncomfortable as it is, it is so, <laughs> It is it is truly like an experience to have somebody who will go through it with me and hold my hand and say, I will feel this with you? I can't feel it for you, but I'll feel it with you. Feel it with and you. that's yeah. what Sylvia is to me. She is my companion girl. That's my sis. And I, I'm so happy <laughs> to speak to you again, Miss Liz, because, Yay. you know, every time is a gift. So thank yes, you so, I, so much. I love you. that.
2: I'm so glad we got to do it. And I think, yeah. um, me, me, I think once I realized Sky's relationship with her mother and me with mine, I think for me it made our friendship make a lot more sense mm-hmm. to me about like why we love each other. Like, we love each other in the same way, mm-hmm. and it's because we had the same kind of relationships with our mothers, mm-hmm. I believe.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, so and just looking at Scotty and knowing Shayla, I know that I see love and they're just a direct mirror, they mirror each other. Um, the hearts are so big and they're big for everybody, you know. I would expect, like, Shayla, maybe I thought maybe, you know, she has this position, she's this big personality. But she's she will see somebody in the corner of the street. I mean, I feel that. Yes. I get that mm-hmm. from just because I'm an empath, I can feel that. And yeah. Scotty, too, has a big heart, just so big, and just loves. Uh, so I see you guys as a reflection of each other. And, and so I'm so comfortable having Sylvia. As Scotty's friend, because I know that she's getting that, the real love. I know she, she, Scotty's got her back.
3: Right. I I'm about to say, you know, got, I got I know. the hands, Miss Liz. <laughs> <laughs> you know that I'll come through with the hands just in case. Yes. Oh and, and you know she come through with the words. So, so you Right, exactly. Like, oh, got, I, love yeah. it. <laughs> I got the bite. She got the bark. Yes. I got the
2: bark, and I got the whistling. Like, okay, baby, not today. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right, that's our show. Our show is a production of Pineapple Street Studios in partnership with Netflix and Strong Black Lead. Shout out to our team. Our managing producer is Agatanesha Chagre. And our lead producer is Jess Jupiter. Our music is by Amanda Jones. Special thanks to Max Linsky and Jenna Weiss Berman.
2: Make sure you share your thoughts with us on the episode using the hashtag. Okay, now listen, follow Strong Black Lead on the socials at Strong Black Lead and follow us too. I'm at Sylvia Obel,
3: And I'm at Scotty Beam. And if one of y'all try me with that Poochie Negga mess, I'ma lose it.
2: (laughs) I'ma lose it. Okay? Can't wait to see. Until next time, (laughs) folks. Stay blessed. Bye, guys.